moments then you will discover that he is actually talking about faith comes by hearing the good news that establishes faith in us because faith comes by hearing the good news you know the gospel of peace yes which is amazing so my heart first of all my heart is established in the good news when jesus talk about the sower went out and sows the word he says that some fell on the wayside some fell on rocky ground some fell and that that's your heart he says satan will come and steal what is sown in your heart when your heart is hardened so the heart speaks of soil you know and what is interesting the gospel is going directly for your heart it's going directly for your belief system which mm. is your heart yes and it persuades your heart with god's goodness it persuades your heart with peace welcome to the living by grace podcast with al jennings when you receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness you will reign in life listen in as we discuss the effortless life of god's grace i'm excited to have with me today peter schwart peter was born and raised in South Africa. He came to know the Lord Jesus Christ at the age of 23, two years ago. (laughs) No, kidding. Between 1987 and 2001, Peter planted several churches in South Africa. In 2002, the Lord called Peter to North America. And from there, he was called to reach out to the nations with the good news of the kingdom. Today, Peter and his wife, Kathy, are co-pastors of One Life Church in cold Minneapolis, Minnesota. Peter Swart Ministries was founded in 2020. Through his teachings, many are getting a better understanding on how to receive the benefits that we have in Christ Jesus. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Al. I'm really blessed to to uh, be on your show. And uh, I'm looking forward to share uh, what's on my heart. So on loving grace. <laughs> yes, I am really excited about this subject that we're going to talk about. Today, we're going to discuss hearing God's voice. And Peter is also the founder of a new Bible school, and he'll tell you all about that a little bit later. But for now, let's talk about hearing God's voice. Man, this is one of the most important subjects in life. So I know you got a lot to say, so let's dive right in. So, yeah, Peter, uh, how, how do you hear the Father's voice? Well, um, there's so many ways that we can we can hear the father's voice um and i think one of the things is um that that we need to come to the understanding is that um i'm i'm just i'm just going here into my um into my notes just having a look at my notes but i think one of the most amazing things is that we need to come first of all to the conclusion and the understanding that god is living in us Mm-hmm. And we are temples of the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus says, um, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I will give you another helper. Yes. And um, the Holy Spirit that will come and he will guide us in all truth and he will reveal to us Christ in us. So 
I think the most important thing that we need to understand when it comes to hearing God's voice is, um, I mean, there's many ways that we can hear him. We, we hear him through, through the Bible, through scripture that we read. Um, we can have a voice in our heart. We can have a thought coming um, in our heart and in our mind. It, it just appears there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just know you have peace in your heart and you just know this is God speaking to me. And um, I think um, that if we begin to talk about hearing God's voice, it's really important. The second thing that is really important that you need to understand that God is a heart God. Um, God is a what? A heart God. A heart we, God. Okay. Yeah. Because in, in, in uh, um, Hebrews 3, 7, he says, Today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts. Uh, so, so, <laughs> I wanted to make sure people didn't hear you say, God is a hard God. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I know he's not saying that. <laughs> he's yeah, a no, heart thanks for, God. Thanks, thanks, thanks for, um, for uh, doing that because my accent, sometimes uh, we had such a laugh in our church. I use the word, um, the lamb is on the throne. So the people thought I was talking about a lamb, of a light picture. You know? <laughs> but, but it's actually That's the, lamb, funny. Uh, you know, the lamb, Jesus, the lamb of God, you know, <laughs> so that's on the throne. It was such a fun <laughs> laughing about this. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, there's no problem by, by helping me. If you, if you feel like there's a word coming through that doesn't sound right, but I got you, I'll, I'll be your interpreter. Yeah. Yes. That's good. <laughs> um, so Carry on. Yeah, um, uh, for me, it's, it's really, I honestly believe that one of the amazing things is, is that Ezekiel says that, um, uh, I will give you a, a, a new spirit and I will remove the heart of stone from you and I will give you a heart of flesh. And uh, uh, the, the comparison here is the heart of stone means a hardened heart, which also um, refers to the law because the mm. law was written on stone and a heart of flesh. The comparison here is that flesh is sensitive. Um, but stone is not sensitive. So um, I think this is one of the most amazing things that we need to understand that we get our heart sensitive to the voice of God. Um, if mm. our heart is, is hardened by the law, and, and I believe that is the, the main thing that hardened our heart. Now, I, I just want to make a correction here. That's good. For some people, because when you begin to talk about law, some people start to get confused because... Uh, they think, you know, we just throw the baby out of the bathwater, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- the law, the Bible makes it very clear that the law is perfect. The law is holy. Yes. Um, no problem with that. And But the purpose of the law, I think, is many people misunderstood that because the purpose of the law was never given so that me and you can find salvation. By Correct. That. Yes. Um, the law was given to show us that we need a savior. Yes. You know, my, my, I, I can, can try to live up to the standard of the law, but I will fail continuously every time. So every time. And, and what is interesting is, is that, um, even under the old covenant where they had the law, 
um, God gave a way out for uh, um, helping them to, to come out from underneath the sin conscience that the law gives. And that was the sacrificing of animals um, and the shedding of blood um, to cover sin for a period of time. Mm-hmm. But, it didn't, but it didn't take sin away. No. And the, the, the lamb under the old covenant was pointing to Jesus. Hallelujah. So today we have the lamb Jesus Christ, who is the ultimate sacrifice, who took away our sins, past, present, and future. Mm. And we are an absolute innocent. So people always ask me, so Peter, if I want to walk in the Spirit, and I want to be guided by the Spirit and led by the Spirit, where do I begin? You know, this is this is always a question. Where do we start? Good question. Yes. You know, so I always say to people, everything starts with innocence. Um, the, the, the Holy Spirit, the moment that the Holy Spirit begin to work in our lives, the first thing that the Holy Spirit do is revealing to us that Jesus took our sins away, past, present and future, and that he made us righteous. Um, for with the heart we believe unto righteousness. You don't really believe of your mind. You need to renew your mind with what you have. Mm-hmm. But uh, a faith is a direct result of my heart. Um, so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But I hear it in my heart because the gospel goes directly to my heart. It's not really going to my mind because my mind can try to figure stuff out and mm-hmm. my mind can can be confused and, and, and be filled with all kinds of circumstances or old theology beliefs. Right. So, so I honestly believe that, and it's working in my life. It's, it's really working in my life that, that man was in the beginning separated from God because of sin. Mm-hmm. He missed the mark. Um, um, Adam, in that moment that he ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he separated himself from the quality of God's life. Um, he separated himself basically from the voice of God and fellowship with God. So Jesus came and restored that, become the last Adam, and took that sin nature and removed it. And now we are inseparable from God. Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> now That's we are good. now we are one with God. Yes. You know. So so I think um, on the end of the day, um, when it comes to uh, excuse me, in, in in the beginning of all things, when it comes to hearing God's voice, I honestly believe that as a child of God, you have to come to the conclusion and the understanding that in the eyes of God, you are absolutely innocent and that the cross of Jesus was an absolute success. Yes, it was. To deliver me and you from things that 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 um, that, that that hinders us to hear His voice. So um, um, for me, uh, um, the the second thing that I think that we need to go into here, uh, once we understand that we are righteous, not by our works, but that Jesus made us righteous, and that it is a gift. Um, if I believe in Him. I, I have the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I am I, I'm free of the of trying to be righteous. I'm free of of trying to become righteous. I am righteous. That's my nature. That's my identity. 
I stand before God just as if I've never sinned. <laughs> Ooh, Lord you know, God. isn't that awesome? And it I, is awesome. That, yeah, when that that reality is not only head knowledge, but understanding on a hard level, mm-hmm. this, this is the beginning of coming into being led by the Spirit, coming into kingdom lifestyle, um, because Romans uh, 14, 7, 17 says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, mm-hmm. peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yes. So that's for me a starting point. I always say to people, right, this is where you begin. You want to hear God's voice. You need to come out from guilt. You need to come from underneath condemnation. Mm-hmm. You need to come out from a sin conscience and understand that in God's eyes, you are absolutely righteous and innocent. That's awesome. Uh, yes. Isn't that amazing? And, and that's where it, it begins, um, that the blood of Jesus Christ have, have sanctified us and deliver us from sin conscience, from condemnation and guilt. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people struggle to hear God's voice because of the influences of the law and the influences of trying to better ourselves, trying to become something which we already are, you know. Um, so the moment that you understand that that I don't have to work for this anymore, I have it in Christ. Yes. I am a son of God. Um, this is when, when we really begin to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. So... Um, stepping off from that, um, the, the second thing that I think that is really important is peace. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we, as, as children of God, whether we like it or not, uh, Jesus made it very clear in John 14, and he says, in this world, you will have trouble, um, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, so, so we can't avoid the fact that trouble is going to come our way. Correct. And, and, and these things are in the world. So sometimes what also happened with, with children of God is that they lost peace because circumstances and trouble have, 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 um, basically, um, uh, I'm looking for the word here, basically, um, begin to suppress or bring pressure on on the mind um, and distract us from who we really are. And um, that's why Paul say to the Philippians, he say, um, be anxious for nothing, but let your request be made known with with, uh, 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 prayer and thanksgiving and supplication, supplication and the God of peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So, so I think that, that, not that I think that I know, the second thing that is important here is peace. Mm-hmm. Um, that once I know that, that, that um, I have been forgiven and that I am, I've been made right with God, as Romans uh, 5.1 says, therefore being justified or declared righteous, we have peace with God. Um, which is so amazing. Um, and I think this is what we need to understand, that um, 
even though there is trouble in this world, even though there is circumstances, there's pressures, people go through things, we, we can't avoid it, is that even though things are not right in the world, I am right with God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am That's good. I am right with God. And that means that if I'm right with God, then it means that everything that looks impossible can change. That's right. And is, sub- and is subject to change. Amen. Because our, our righteousness is of him and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And that goes Absolutely. back to righteousness too. And you, yes. it reminds me also of the scripture in Romans, having been declared righteous by faith, we have yeah. peace with God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 I, and, I, and that, that to me is the first two important things. Your innocence. I love to use the word innocence simply mm-hmm. because sometimes when you use the word righteous, uh, people tend to go back into old covenant righteousness, which means you have to do it in your own ability. Um, but uh, innocence is also a very powerful word, although yes. righteousness righteousness means we have been made right with God. Mm-hmm. And, and and it also means that, that I have a right to the promises of God. Now. Yes. Um, under the old covenant, when I fail in my righteousness, I don't have a right anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I lose that right. But yes. because Jesus made us righteous and Jesus keep the covenant, we have a right to the promises of God. Hallelujah. So that's the first two things that that, that uh, is uh, important for me. And I would say is the most important of hearing God's voice um, that we are being led by peace. I'm in absolute peace. Um, when a thought come up in my heart, I sometimes hear God's voice. The different ways that I hear God's voice is because I'm in the prophetic ministry and I prophesy a lot. I see pictures in my heart um, in situations and and I just know that that picture is, is from God. I have absolute peace. It's from God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't understand the picture, but the Holy Spirit will give me the interpretation of it. Um, sometimes I can have a thought coming up in my heart or I can have a, a, a word from the Bible or a scripture that come up in my heart um, and and I just know this is the Father speaking to me. I have absolute peace, you know. So I think if we hear and see things and the peace is disturbed, then it may be not from God, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it can maybe be my own emotions. It can maybe be my own mind. It can maybe be circumstances or even influences from other people. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, that peace is almost like a traffic light, you know. Um, if it's green, if it's green, you keep on going. <laughs> That's know? good. You know, uh, if if it's red, you stop. The, the, the piece is disturbed. You know, okay, I, I I'm not going to cross this now. I'm staying right here, and I'm gonna wait for some reason. My piece is disturbed, and I think that God can also speak to us by disturbing our peace. Mm. Um, that that you completely lose peace in a situation and you know something is not right here I yeah. am not in God's will Yeah, I am on a wrong journey here I am with the wrong people <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes. I should have I left already you Ooh. know um, <laughs> I, I just begin to lose my peace I can know? relate yes absolutely I so have been that, there that, that's good stuff yeah. and that's absolutely 
also the, the voice of God. He don't have to always give me a specific word um, in a situation. You know, he I can lose my peace. Mm-hmm. And then I just know, you know, there's no peace in this situation. So that means the Lord wants me to turn around or back off, uh, hands off, and and look at this with a different perspective and say, show me what's going on here, Father, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I had in the past situations, you know, that a, that a church would call me um, and they want me to come and pastor it. And I just, God didn't even have to give me a word. I just don't have peace, you know. Um, it was not his plan for my life. So, yeah, um, in a nutshell, this is, this is what is going on here, you know. Um, I, and I think the next thing that is 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 also really important to talk about is the hindrances, you know. Um, We already spoke about um, um, circumstances in this life uh, can hinder us from hearing God's voice. And I quote that verse out of Philippians where he says, be anxious for nothing. You know, sometimes there can be circumstances that bring anxiousness, that bring fear, and we lost peace. But he say with prayer, thanksgiving and supplication bring your case to god you know leave it there mm-hmm. and then he said the god of peace will guard your heart and that's that's so amazing is that peace is the what protects us protects my heart um peace is what's protecting my heart from fear it's protecting my heart from all kinds of influences you know so peace is so important it's the empire um, in in my whole guidance with God, the you know? um, umpire. That's good. Yeah, that's the good. umpire in in my guidance with with God. Uh, you know, so if I lose peace, it's almost like the umpire who blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and say this is the end. We stop here. It's a mistake. It's a fault. <laughs> right. That's um, that's the amplify right in Philippians four seven. The peace yes. will act like a umpire. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, uh, so and I and I but I think one of the biggest hindrances, to be honest with you, is mixture. Um, the, uh, gospel being, the gospel being mixed with uh, the grace of God being mixed with law. Yep. Um, where people don't understand that they, or discern the differences between covenants. Mm, um, that's so good. And, 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 and that mixture, I think that is one of the biggest problems in hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, where people are, um, there is works being mixed into, um, into, uh, um, uh, into their, their belief system, which is the heart, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is, is, a, is a big problem that we deal with today. And I honestly believe that the fire of God begin to burn um, in that area, uh, begin to burn away um, things concerning that, you know, um, and, and, you know, I, I, I want to reflect a little bit here on, on what happened last Sunday, um, or, or let me go back to last November. Okay. A, a prophet with the name of Marcus, Marcus Week. I don't know if you know Marcus. Yeah. Marcus, yeah. he's good dude. Yes. He, he, um, sent me a message one morning and <laughs> said, can you call me? I had a dream about you. 
Mm. And um, so God speaks through dreams too. Um, God speaks through visions. God speaks through um, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. God can speak through prophecy. God can speak through um, scripture in the Bible, you know. But he said to me that, that, that God um, showed him in a dream that I'm not a pastor. <laughs> um, and he said, you're going to travel and you're going to bring fire in, in churches and in ministries. And you're going to have like a fire ministry. It's almost like an evangelist, but not exactly. You are not really evangelist, but you're going to see the fruit of, of evangelism. And you're going to see the fruit of, of, of this fire that you're going to bring to things, mm. you know. Yeah. So, um, uh, um, very interesting, you know, that same day, another lady in our church says, she just see God's fire is burning through me healing, you know. Mm. And um, so last Sunday was the first Sunday of this year that I that I went out to minister in Pastor Bill Hackworth's church mm-hmm. in Pineville, Missouri. And afterwards, uh, one of the members says, he said, I, I see God walk through the congregation with a candle and begin to enlighten people. But we had a fire outpouring in that place on wow. Sunday. I mean, people's lives were touched and um, God was just doing something amazing. And I, and I think one of the things that I that happened there is, is that I was preaching absolutely as Jesus, our mediator of the new covenant. The ad, our advocate, our intercessor, um, um, the one who come alongside um, through the Holy Spirit. and But I was pointing out very strong um, how we are innocent in God and how we have been forgiven for eternity. Because the moment that people realize that God has nothing against them, they come alive. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying that Pastor Bull's church is not alive. That's not what I'm saying. I, I, mean, do good. We, I understand. We add, we add on to one another's ministries, you know, and um, he, he, he ministered. He said, but I just felt like that, that God started something very powerful that Sunday at this church. And, and what was interesting to me is that I prophesy quite a lot, but I was surprised, even my wife, how the prophecy was just flowing like a fountain out of me wow. and and touching people's lives. It was just amazing what is happening, you know. But I believe that 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 one of the 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 the, the main things is, is when people understand they are innocent, they come alive to God. Um, because guilt and condemnation bury you, you know, it, it puts you under a cloud. And um, so I honestly believe that the fire of God is going to begin to burn over the United States and in the world. Praise God. And, and I believe it's going to burn away the things that we believe in that is not from him. And mm. it's going to burn away guilt and it's going to b- burn away condemnation. I, I, I was so... Uh, meditating you can interrupt anytime brother no that's good <laughs> I, i'm just sitting talking here but i i was meditating out of uh first corinthians 13 um uh, quite a while ago and, and i'm actually thinking a lot about it he, he say there that we are god's field we are god's building and anyone builds on the foundation nobody can lay any foundation other than jesus christ and he said everyone built on this foundation uh, gold, silver, and costly stones, or wood, hay, and straw. And then he say, 
but each one's work will be um, rewarded according to to what you have built it on. And then he say, and God, he says, if you build with wood, hay, and straw, he says, it will be burnt away, although the person will be saved. Mm -hmm. And then he say, for God is a consuming fire. And then he say, don't you know that you are the temples of God? So what is interesting in this passage is it's not talking about one day when you go to heaven. This is talking about when me and you built our lives with dead works, which is wood, hay, and straw. Because wood was at a stage alive. Straw was at a stage alive. You know, hay was at a stage alive, but it's dead. You know, it's dead wood. It is, it is, it is dead works in our lives. Mm. And God said the Holy Spirit is going to burn that away. And he says the person will still be saved. But the thing is, what God is doing is he's burning it away right down to the foundation, the things that we have built it on this foundation, which is dead works, which is cannot stand in the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, man, that's and, good. Yes. And this is not, this is not a, a condemning fire. This is a fire of love. Mm. <laughs> because he wants, he wants to save you from the things that oppresses you. Yes. So he's going to, the Holy Spirit is burning that away so that you can build again from your foundation. <laughs> but this time with gold, silver, and costly stones, which is value. Hallelujah. The value that we found in Jesus, you know, the, we have found absolute, we, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. So he wants us to build with the value that we found in him, that we are valuable. We are valuable. Uh, Yes, his masterpiece. Yes, we are that pearl that was lost um, in the field, uh, or that was buried in the field, and the the master went and sell everything to buy that field to get that one little pearl, and that was Jesus who gave up everything so that He can restore us um, and 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 resurrect us (laughs) from that field, you know. So, so for me, it is, a, it, it, it is really important that, that, that I think what is happening right now is that, that God is, is beginning something fresh, something new, mm-hmm. which is burning away these things that hinders us from hearing his voice, that hinders us from being guided by the Spirit, you know, um, that hinders us from having absolute peace, you know, and he wants us to function in that. So, yeah, that I've said a lot. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm I'm taking notes here. This is yeah. some good stuff. You brought up some things that I wouldn't necessarily have associated with relating to hearing God's voice, like mixture, understanding righteousness, innocence. Yeah, burning things away that's a hindrance. I mean, that's really really good, and it's all connected to hearing God's voice. Wow. Absolutely. I ha- hadn't thought of that. Absolutely. You know, I, I, you know, we say faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ, you know, and if you read that, st- that passage in Romans 10, you will discover that he is actually talking about faith comes by hearing the good news. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that, that establishes faith in us because Faith comes by hearing the good news, you know, the gospel of peace. Yes. Um, which is amazing. So my heart, first of all, my heart is established 
in the good news, um, when Jesus talked about the sower went out and sows the word, he says that some fell on the wayside, some fell on rocky ground, some fell. And that, that's your heart. He says Satan will come and steal what is sown in your heart when your heart is hardened. So the heart speaks of soil, you know. Um, the, the, and, and what is interesting, the gospel is going directly for your heart. Um, it's going directly for your belief system, which mm. is your heart. Yes. And it persuades your heart with God's goodness. It persuades your heart with peace. It persuades you, your heart, that you are forgiven for eternity and that you are righteous. Okay. Wow. But, one, but once I got that, um, faith also functioned in the, on my daily uh, guidance um, in this life, being led by the Spirit, you know. Mm. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So I'm not only hearing the gospel in my heart. I also hear the voice of God in situations, you know. Um, I can hear the voice of God in someone else's life. He can give me a word for that person. He can give me a word in a situation, you yes. know. Uh, he can direct me to someone's life that that needs that needs help, mm -hmm. you know. So so hearing God's voice is much more than just hearing the gospel, hearing the good news. It is absolutely like if if you look at Jesus, you know, Jesus is an absolute example to us of someone being led by the Spirit. Absolutely. You know, um. Uh. Uh. uh he. It is interesting that he, he show up at the, the pool of Siloam and he heal one person and he walk away. He, he, <laughs> he didn't heal everybody there. You know, yeah. he healed this one guy who for years couldn't get to the pool, you know. Um, and right. I believe, I believe Jesus make the statement. He says, the son can do nothing unless the father shows him, mm -hmm. you know. So I believe that he showed, the father showed him that one guy at the pool of Siloam. And he went to that one guy and he healed him, you know. Um, uh, 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 when it comes to, to raising Lazarus from the dead, I mean, he, he was, um, he first got occupied with other stuff on his way. <laughs> um, and, and he basically arrived late. <laughs> you know, to, to put it that way. But I believe he was led by the Spirit yes. to arrive at that specific time, you right. know. And what the the message that I got out of that is, it doesn't mean that when a situation looks like it's dead, God cannot raise it up, mm. you know. It doesn't mean if you arrive in a situation that looks like everything is over, um, God cannot change the situation, you know. That's right. So, so for me, uh, 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 being led by the Spirit of God, whether I show up early or show up late, as long as I show up at God's timing, it's going to work. <laughs> you know, uh, which is amazing. Um, um, I remember one of um, uh, Reinhard Bonka in Africa, in one of his crusades, mm. um, they told us the story of uh, a young little boy who was... Uh, uh, um, Take, we took his, his his grandfather or his father. I'm, I'm speaking on the correction. I'm not other person sure that was blind um, to the crusade um, where Reinhard Bonka was preaching and ministering. But they had to take I don't know 
they were so far away. They had to take the train. They had to take the bus. Um, it was a long, long distance that they had to go. And when they arrived there, the crusade was over. And the only people uh, that was left there was the crew packing up the stuff. And here he was standing, arrived of his his grandfather blind, and he was so disappointed when he asked, where is the man of God? Because God spoke to me and told me to bring my grandfather here, and he will be healed. And what is interesting is that the crew says, well, the man of God left. He's not here anymore, but we can pray for him. Um, and they prayed for him, and he got his sight back. Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> so Praise God. You know, this little boy was guided by God but to, to this crusade, but it doesn't always unfold the way that we think it's going to mm -hmm. unfold. Yep. And that also play a huge role in, in, in ministry. You know, we, we sometimes have an idea of how stuff is going to unfold, and then it doesn't fall, unfold the way that we would think it would unfold. And it's almost like we walk into a situation that can be disappointed, but it doesn't mean that that is still God's plan, you know. We can be influenced, you know. He could have turned turn around and say, oh, well, we miss God. Um, the man of God is not here anymore. I yeah. have to take, go back all the way. But but God had a plan, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So so I, I, I think sometimes with us in ministry too, as pastors, we, we have a plan, we have a vision, and a mission and God is guiding us. And we sometimes, I think in our minds, uh, think this is how it's going to unfold. And it didn't unfold that way. It unfold completely different and better. And God surprised us with um, things that we never thought that's the way that it should go, you know. Wow. This is so encouraging, man. Um, yeah, so... Man, we can go on and on. Do you, do you have any, before we move on to talk about your Bible school, do you have any, any final thoughts? Um, final thought is this. I believe that every believer can hear God's voice. Yes. <laughs> and I believe that every child of God, he's, he, he desires to speak to each one of his children. He desired to reveal himself to them. He desired to reveal their, 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 reveal himself in their business, in their family, in ministry. It doesn't matter what it is. And I don't think it is difficult to hear God's voice. I think it's very simple. I think it's very easy. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's these things that we allow mm. and mix them and circumstances that overrule us, you know, um, in the mind. But the starting point is always innocence leads to peace and peace leads to guidance, you know. So awesome. um, that, that's what I <laughs> would leave as a final thought, you know. Oh, that, that's awesome. And for, for me, uh, my... My takeaway, this is a lot. I got so much out of it. But one major takeaway is hearing the voice of God has a lot to do with removing things from your heart, from your life, that hinders you from hearing the voice of God. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I got a word, man, while you were talking about yeah. um, 
following the peace and specifically concerning peace about who you're hanging with, the people yeah. that you're surrounded by, the people in your life. I believe somebody who's hearing this needs to get away from some people. I agree. And uh, I really felt that strong that um, you need to release people from your life. I mean, because um, on the other side of that is God has people that he wants to replace them with. Absolutely. And that's happened in my life. And I kind of liked some people that I was with, not kind of, I did like some people I was with, but um, God was leading me away from those relationships but I didn't see what was on the other side of it. On the other side of it, he had people that he had already set up for me to connect with. And Amen. that's, that's Amen. happened more than once in my life. Yeah. yeah. No, that is absolutely a good word. I, that's, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> that happened to me too. <laughs> and I think I agree with you that someone needs to hear this, you know, that sometimes it is, it doesn't mean we reject people. Um, it's right. just it's just a change of relationships, you know. Exactly, uh, and it's always for your profit. It's always to take you higher to another level, and to experience what God wants yeah. you to experience in this next season or phase of your life. Yeah, absolutely. He's taking you to another level. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise Amen. God. Let's talk about the school, man. You've got a school with an interesting name called Taleo. First of all, what does Taleo mean, and, and what's the name of the school? Yeah, Taleo is the is the uh, root word for um, uh, it is finished, um, the end, final outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus said, "Tetelestai," um, it is finished on the cross when he died, when he gave up his breath. Um, and that word tetelestai is rooted in the word teleo, which means the end, um, the final outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is the, the Bible school. This is what the Bible school is based on, a grace finished work. Right. Is uh, teleo Bible school, that's the name of the school? Yes, that's the name of the school, teleo Bible school. And uh, it is... Absolutely, this is what we stand for. Jesus finished the work. And uh, we are now in grace. We are filled with the Holy Spirit, and we are not working anymore. We are guided (laughs) and being led by the Spirit, you know. And uh, he finished finished with our sin. He finished with our corruption. He finished with condemnation and guilt. He brought an end to the law of the old covenant, established the new covenant, and... This is so amazing. Me and you, we are a, a, a not only a finished product, but a complete product. <laughs> I uh, love it. Yeah, in, in Christ Jesus. And, and that is so amazing. I love that. Um, yeah, I'm honored yeah. to be one of the instructors in your school. I know I owe you some more sessions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should. We're gonna we're gonna build it as we go along. I'm I'm so blessed with that testimony that you sent of that pastor that's going to Sri Lanka. I think. Yeah, I was uh, about to mention that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got this email out the blue about yeah. the guy 
commenting on one of my classes, uh, Blood yes. Covenant, and how he yes. was blessed by it, and he's taking taking some of that material as a part of what he's teaching. Yes, uh, where he's going to? Uh, where is it? Yeah, I think it's Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, right. which is so amazing. You know, this this is this is my heart's desire. You know, that 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 people go through our school and get established, you know, in the new covenant, get established in, in, in the fullness in Christ Jesus and go and take that message, you know, yeah. Um, take it to the world. Um, uh, this is good news. We, we the world, you, you know, I said to someone, to uh, some family member, you know, uh, which is a little bit in religion. And I said, you know, here's my point. The world is already full of trouble and the world is hard, you know. And then if if I have a wrong concept of who God is, then then on top of the trouble that I have in this world, my belief system now also, um, the way that I see God make it worse for me in life, you know. But if I begin to have a perspective and a vision of who God really is as a loving father mm. um, that got the best for us and want the best for us. And he's our deliverer and our provider. Yes. Protector. Glory and, to God. You know, then, then this world changed for us. Everything changed, you know? So um, I'm not, we are not serving a cruel God. We are not serving a, a, a hard task master. You know, we have a father that loves us and guide us, you know. So, so yes. the Bible school, my, my whole heart desire for this Bible school is, is that, that people get established in the, the foundations of grace, the new covenant, the blood covenant, identity, um, um, who God really is, the, the, the vision, the image of God, you know, um, our righteousness, um, who the Holy Spirit is, our resurrection in Christ, you know, mm -hmm. the gifts of the Spirit, the signs, wonders, and miracles, you know, leadership. Um, Steve, Pastor Steve McIntosh do an amazing teaching also on leadership. And um, so, Jan, we have amazing speakers on there. I mean, we have Arthur Manges, we have you, we have Connie Witter, we yeah. have Paul White, um, we have... Uh, um, man, I, Pastor Steve McIntosh, right. Chris Rose, I mean, there's all these speakers on the Bible school, all these teachers are excellent. Amazing. You know, excellent yep. teachers. Great teachers. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't make a mistake <laughs> if you go through this course, you know, so. Steve um, McIntosh is who turned me on to Grace. Yeah, he told me. He yeah. told me. That's so wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, this is, we already start to work on a second year uh, for the school, um, which will be more based on ministry, pastoral work, um, and things, in, in, and in that direction we are going. So, um, awesome. yeah, I, I, am, I am excited about that. Yeah, and it's not just for ministers, right? Not just for this people for in the fivefold ministry, right? Yeah, this is for everyone. It's not only for ministers, it's for everyone. We did not advertise so much yet um we as as we begin to come unfolding more and more courses uh we will begin to um put more uh, advertising out there and uh yeah praise god 
Oh, that's great, man. And you can find out more information about the school at TaleoBibleSchool.com. That's T-E-L-E-O BibleSchool.com. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And yeah. you can find out more about Peter's ministry at PeterSwartMinistries.com. Now, Peter is spelled with a I or P-I. <laughs> Instead yeah, of P E T, it's not P E T. It's P I E T, E R, and yeah. Swart, S W A R T, Peter Swart Ministries dot com. P I E T E R S W A R T M I N I S T R I E S dot com. All right, <laughs> praise God, man. I enjoyed having you on the show today, man. This is so encouraging. We learned about hearing God's voice. This gives us a lot to chew on, man. We can keep feasting on this, man. We, we feasted today, brother. Yes, man. I, I thought to get excited again while I talk. <laughs> well, this is good stuff, yeah. man. It's a great privilege. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share. You know, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. I'm, a, man. I'm looking forward to having you at our ministry, um, at our church. I know we had a hiccup last time, but we're yeah. going we're, we're gonna to get you in and so you can talk about what's on your heart, and also share with our church about the school. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, Al. That was an uh, amazing opportunity. Bless you, my brother. I love you, man. Love you, too. All right. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.